0: Hi, I'm Miriam. I'm Arielle. And you're listening to 7 Minutes in Heaven. The sex news podcast by sluts. For sluts. Okay, so backstory i don't know if i told you about this guy but there's a guy another guy from college he was in my friend's frat and i really didn't like that frat they were all i don't know name it which frat (laughs) i won't but um i don't know they were just kind of like all kind of shitty but he was one of the few guys there that i thought was like cute and Mm -hmm. he was pretty awkward like he would flirt with me but not really like he would one time, a bunch of my friends and I were just standing there, and he just walked by and tapped my head and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> like, like pretty childish. Did it make your flirting. vagina tingle, though? Yeah, like I think he's really sexy. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we've had this like kind of flirtation, and we've talked, but we've never really hooked up. Um, but then my friend had a birthday party last weekend, and he came. He like one of our friends brought him, and. I was pretty drunk when he got there, so I was like all over him. I was like rubbing him and touching him, like not even thinking about it. He just came in, and that was it did felt you tap natural his head? Me. No, I didn't. I should have. <laughs> um, but then, like it got it, it escalated, and we were going to Union Pool. We were waiting in line, and of course, one of the like party tricks I have is that um, I used to do fencing, mm-hmm. like sword fighting. So it's very fencers. cool. Yeah, it's pretty bougie <laughs> and nerdy, but like pretty cool it's like why I got into Cornell we'll talk about that later
1: okay wait were you on the fencing team I want to talk about it yeah
0: I was my freshman year
1: oh shit Mm -hmm. okay I definitely knew this yeah and then forgot about it yeah where's your fencing gear
0: I don't have it here (laughs) (laughs) I haven't fenced in years I actually kind of miss it and want to let's get back
1: into it yeah
0: We'll we'll do like an SMH themed uh, (laughs) sponsored fencing event (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyway one of my things is, like, touch my – it's not even a thing to, like, get someone to touch it. I just – my friends used to always touch my thighs because they're – when I'm standing, even without flexing, they're really hard. Like, you can just hit Let it. Let me feel. I mean, I'm not standing. Oh. When I'm standing, it's, like, uh. really hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did that hurt?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> it's all muscle, baby. Um. So I was telling him, like, yeah, feel my thigh, meaning, like, the front. But then he grabbed my ass.
1: Oh, yeah obviously that's not your fucking thigh I know he
0: like straight up grabbed my ass and it felt amazing and then I was oh. like no 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 my thigh and he grabbed it again <laughs> so I was like okay he's... seriously feel how fucking strong yeah I, I was like no you're not getting it but yeah and we were like just flirty and we didn't hook up and at the end of the night he disappeared I couldn't find him you know we were all drunk and like going in different directions yeah and so okay I don't have his number but I have him on Instagram and so all week I've been like When's the next time I'm going to see him? Like, nine months from now. I'm not going to wait. I haven't had sex in a while. Like, this has been going on for so long, for years, and we've never even hooked up. It's time to do it. And he grabbed my ass. Like, come on. So last night, with the encouragement of other drunk friends of mine after you left, I messaged him at 12.38 a.m. saying, hey, want to feel my butt again? Oh, (laughs) that's good <laughs> yeah it was all emma thank you girl <laughs> um and he sends back eyes eyes emojis now
1: i hate that emoji
0: i, I use it all the time
1: <laughs> i don't like it when boys send it to me i guess it's fine if you do yeah i'm, trying
0: to I'm always side eyeing you. you know
1: <laughs> wait why did he why is he is he like wide open like you got my attention or ooh, you're texting me at 1 a.m like what did he mean by those eyes
0: I thought he meant like, oh,
1: <laughs> but when you send it, you're shading people.
0: No, I'm like, oh, what's that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> OK, but yeah, he said now and then I said when else and then he says he's not in the city tonight, but that he'll touch my butt. If not now, when? <laughs> yeah. Um. So then I said next time and then he sent me his number and now we've been
1: fucking kinda... sweet, dude.
0: Yeah. So. I'll keep you updated, but that was a sexy thing that Wait, I Wait, this like this week.
1: very ties into one of my studies, and you'll hear about it later. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you almost got some action last night. Yeah. I did get some action. Bitch. Yeah, after I left. So Miriam and I were partying at her rooftop last Yeet. night, and I went home, and then like while I was in the Uber, my uh, my very ex booty call hit me up. Oh. And you know, I haven't had, I have not been having sex, like a hard dick kind of sex. And um, so I, so I hook up with this kid. I don't know if you saw one of my posts on um, Instagram a while ago where like this guy hit me up and I, I didn't shave my legs, but it was talking about how like, don't shave your legs beforehand because they might cancel on you and then you'll just mm. like end up masturbating sleep. So apparently he saw that post. I don't know why. Not that I give a shit. I almost said his name. <laughs> um, but so I went over. This is a guy who I've been like fucking him all through college. He treated mm-hmm. me like shit. I had such a big right. crush on him, even though everybody hates him. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I should cut that out of now. It's definitely not going to Does he listen? Yeah. No, no. But like, I feel like boys are always looking at my secret diaries that are public. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why are you Your looking at my diary? Public diary. <laughs> I'm just going to start blocking them from everything. But yeah. anyway, I went over and we hook up and it just it didn't feel good. Like this. He came really quickly again. I think this is God telling me, like, just stop trying to have sex. But wait,
0: you said he saw your post about shaving your legs. Did Why did he mention that to you? Yeah, he brought it up later. Um, So after we
1: had sex, I didn't finish. He did go down on me and I haven't shaved in a bit. So that was like. Cause I give no fucks about this guy, and that's why I didn't care. But yeah. I think with someone
0: else, I probably would care a little more. But so after what, when someone's going down on you, and you're like not totally comfortable, shaved, oh shaved, yeah, and you like them, yeah. What are you worried about that they just like aren't going to be attracted to the hair, or yeah, that it'll get okay,
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just like from conditioning my ex. Yeah always wanted me to shave Ew. so that just like further reinforced that i should be shaving yeah um but now with your support i'm getting back into it and that doctor who i really like he i asked him about hair he was like i don't care yeah like i that's think so stupid. if you
0: don't want hair it's because you're a pedophile <laughs> because honestly it's like a child's vagina oh god i was dating a pedophile i mean i think he had a porn problem yeah, yeah and yeah. he would yeah it's like society's pedophilia Yes. You know.
1: Mainstream porn is pedophilia. Yeah. Um anyway, after we had sex, I was like, I just don't understand why you don't follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about something so not about that, and then I brought it up because you shared no no no, sorry. I shared a post <laughs> It was like, men will really come inside you and then unfollow you on Instagram. That's what he did. So I called him out and I was like, you're really not going to follow me on Instagram. I just feel like that's base level respect in yeah. this day and age. So I kind of left in a huff. He was being such a dick and I didn't really enjoy it. I really think I'm, after five, six years of having sex with him,
0: actually done.
1: Yeah. Because um, that's fucked up. Yeah, fuck him. Right? If he's like
0: if you don't care about him then it's not even worth it it's not
1: even worth the sex like yeah. he his dick just like wasn't even that good and he came quickly ew and i was kind of making fun of him for it which i i didn't i thought i should feel bad normally i would but i didn't because don't. he's such a dick
0: yeah he's an asshole
1: so that was my sexy thing but or unsexy thing and i'm seeing the doctor
0: tomorrow mm-hmm. so stay tuned got an appointment i do yeah we'll <laughs> check up
1: yeah yeah <laughs> i'm really excited i was like showing my mom all of his bumble pictures today. oh my god i want to see them okay I'll show sh- me later yeah i'll show you later um <laughs> okay should we show everyone our new song yeah
0: our amazing emma blackman made us more music
1: hit it and we're back
0: (laughs) and we're back
1: okay i uh i would like you to do the honors
0: of starting the sex Mm -hmm. news yeah this is an honor um okay i'm gonna start with an article about guess what bdsm (laughs) kind of (laughs) it was an elite daily article that was talking about why people like pain during sex. So there's a few reasons. Because it makes me calm. <laughs> <Or I think laughs> but it why does. does it make you calm? <laughs> um, so one of the things, they were talking about brain chemistry. So your body releases hormones and endorphins in response to pain. And those are the same hormones that surge during sexual pleasure. So that those hormones are promoting bonding between lovers. They didn't specify which hormones. I'm assuming, I guess, pain... We release oxytocin in response to pain. I would, I might look that up later. Yeah. Don't <laughs> look at me. <laughs> we'll do <a> fact check. <laughs> um, so there was in the article they were saying there's a thin line between pain and pleasure and both promote serotonin and melatonin release in the brain. Nice. Um, Another reason we like pain during sex is that pain can increase sensation, making your body more receptive to touch. So Mm. for example, when I've been like spanked a shit ton, you just touch my ass and I'm like, woo, you know, (laughs) whereas before I'd be like, oh yeah, whatever. Like it really makes you more sensitive and everything just feels so much more. It does. And the test. Yeah. (laughs) from personal experience. Um, And the last point was that it can be psychologically healing. So experiencing pain from someone that you trust can basically reverse a script, you know, if you've experienced pain from someone who just did it to actually hurt you versus someone who's doing it to make you feel good, it changes the... That's super
1: skills. interesting. Yeah. Like, right? someone who is assaulted who may not feel comfortable just, like, having sex in general, Yeah, if they build up to that and then, like, get slapped or something, that could help them heal.
0: Yeah. Because you, I feel like in BDSM, I don't know if I talk about this a lot, but... When you're when <laughs> you're your being submissive, like, you really have to trust the other person, and the other person, like, has to be coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't just be doing it to get theirs or to just, like, beat you up because that's what they want to be doing. That's not right. BDSM. So I feel like – I mean, not that pain during sex is BDSM, but BDSM is, like – definitely uses it a lot
1: yeah um bdsm is so much more loving than people think yeah
0: it's about love and trust and like mutual respect and it's like i'm doing this to you because i know it's gonna like literally change your life and rock your world you know (laughs) (laughs) and because i love you and i like love how this makes you feel oh yeah that's beautiful you know
1: bd beautiful um have you ever been slapped so hard that you get a ringing in your ear
0: no Uh, (laughs) same
1: <laughs> that did happen last night and Whoa. it's not the first time it's if when he when he slaps me like too close to the ear oh. it's fucked up
0: do you have ear problems in, or issues ever with your ears in general
1: i think i have i'm i'm a little hard of hearing in like a loud bar mm. <laughs> <laughs> like people normally are but i really feel like i can't hear anything you're like what Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> eh? Say <laughs> that <did it> again. That's <laughs> funny. Um, but the first time you did it in college, it was, I couldn't hear anything. Huh? Like, you know, when Archer, when he, the show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah when he, <laughs> he's always joking about the tinnitus and he can, like, never hear anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. When it was a gunshot, that was me. And then it happened again. So yeah. last like, night? Yeah. Another reason to not have Ghost sex that with fucker, him. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay. Sperminator. Bizarre sperm extractor machine invented in China to collect donations from men terrified of masturbating in a hospital setting. <laughs> Fucking China man. The
0: sperminator?
1: I don't know if that was like, like what they are referring it to as, or that was just the headline being yeah, funny.
0: that's a funny headline. <laughs> so, sounds like a porn yeah, movie.
1: Yeah. Title. It probably is. Sperminator yeah. one, two, and three. <laughs> China is The Chinese government Is afraid of um, Not having enough Sperm donations Apparently there's Like An aging problem Where they're not having Enough new people I don't know Maybe they'll just <laughs> Enough they're not... new people Yeah <laughs> <laughs> People
0: are <laughs> <Like> Babies <Yeah. laughs> So, they're not getting
1: enough new people. And <laughs> they think that the reason people aren't donating sperm is because they're embarrassed of jacking off in the hospital setting. So, to help, they created this machine. It's like this big gray thing that also has pink on it because it's supposed to be vagina. And, vag- <laughs> and vaginas are girls in pink. <laughs> okay. And um, what it does is it stimulates a female organism is what it says like just say a fucking vagina The the paper writes it replicates the physical movements of sexual intercourse by moving back and forth and stimulates a vaginal environment through massage twitching sucking and vibration do our vaginas vibrate uh
0: i don't think so <laughs> is is this machine in their homes?
1: No, it's at the hospital.
0: So, how the fuck is that different?
1: It's basically a flashlight at a hospital. It's not different than masturbating. It's just, it's more incentive, I suppose. To it's do like it. a tool
0: to help if you're not. It's like, here, we'll attach this machine to your dick.
1: I suppose, like, if you have trouble getting off or getting hard, and then this just makes it a little easier. But if I were a dude and I couldn't even ejaculate from that, like, that would be even more embarrassing. Yeah,
0: that would be – I wouldn't – I can't really quite wrap my mind around that. It's pretty – I'll have to show you a picture later. I feel like the – why can't they just have people um, do the sperm donation at home? I guess does the sperm go bad or something?
1: I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know. But this hospital is, like, lined up with these things. So the state-run media asked volunteers to, quote, show their compassion and, quote, help mitigate the country's aging problem again I don't really know what that means <laughs> <laughs> should have looked it up so they sell 10,000 of these machines a year and each one costs 5,000 pounds which I think would be like seven oh, thousand dollars if I were rich I mean that's not that expensive for like a super sick
0: I guess.
1: Tool. I guess I could just buy a flashlight.
0: Yeah. Would you mold your vagina? A hundred percent. Yes, I think that's so hot. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> and sell it. We could. If, well, if you want to have sex with us, yeah. Let's test <laughs> the waters. We could be yeah. flashlight girls. Yeah. I was more thinking I would do it for someone I was having sex with, and then like,
1: oh, like an anniversary like, gift. Yeah.
0: For when I'm not around, that's really cute, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm not dating anyone, like, go so. on vacation. Like, here's your, my yeah. vagina. Like, you're gonna be a-
0: visiting your grandpa in the hospital for a week. Just kidding. I know. Why was that what came to mind? <laughs> it's like something to I can't be with you. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: this isn't the first time that China has done something super imaginative to get sperm. In 2015, there were two clinics that offered iPhone 6s huh. <laughs> for people to ejaculate. And this isn't really like an incentive, but it's what the article said and I wanted to share. Last year, this major sperm bank in Beijing told doctors that they have to pledge loyalty to ruling to a ruling communist party. Huh. Like I don't really I really have no idea what that has to do with the story at hand <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> maybe they want to be like just a reminder the chinese government is communist now also go ejaculate. on media yeah firm. this is a cool one apparently oral sex decreases the risk of miscarriage no shit that's if you are in a, a hetero situation and you're a woman and you are giving oral sex to your significant other who has a penis because they're saying for so okay back to the beginning um there was this study that looked at women um they had one group which was women who had had at least three miscarriages and then they looked at a group of women who had never had a miscarriage three miscarriages yeah i know at least three Um, and they found that 56.9% of the miscarriage group had reported having oral sex with their partners, while 72.9% of the control group reported that they were having oral sex with their partners. So the article was saying that there's not a lot of research. So there's a lot of research in miscarriages about maternal antigens because Mm -hmm. your body's attacking it maybe and killing Mm -hmm. it, but there's not a lot of research about paternal antigens. Mm -hmm. So they're saying that maybe, this, this could just be correlation and not causation, but they're suggesting that oral exposure to se- seminal fluids could induce maternal tolerance to paternal antigens. So if you're introducing semen into your system via oral sex, mm-hmm. then maybe your body is more used to it when it comes in through the vagine for baby making purposes.
1: Oh, it's okay. So before conception, not like you are pregnant. I should give a lot ahead right now to make sure that this doesn't miscarry. Yeah. No,
0: no, no. It's okay. like before. You, yeah. <laughs> like getting your body ready. Wow. So it's not cl- tell the
1: patriarchy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> patriarchy doesn't need to know about that. But um, I thought that was interesting and um, kind of makes sense to me because you know how like people who are monogamously dating and hang out with each other all the time and sleep together end up taking on each other's immune systems that's mm. why like they live longer than single people or one oh, of the one I of the like that. potential reasons um and this kind of supports that cool. a little bit
1: kind of yeah i would love more
0: research yeah so they're gonna do more that was cool a, yeah I'm gonna be sucking a <laughs> lot of dick yeah, 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 yeah. i like, <laughs> don't want to get a miscarriage
1: <laughs> um okay i want to talk about boys again oh. Of course. More boys in the U.S. are having sex before the age of 13. Weird. What do you think of that?
0: That's so young. Yeah. And who
1: are they having sex with, might I ask? Who are they having sex with? I don't know that You might ask. uh so yeah one in 13 teens are having sex before they turn 13 and it varies by demographic. so this will probably make sense to you five percent this stands true for five percent in san francisco but 25 percent of boys have sex before they turn 13 in memphis because of bad sex ed yeah um black males are most likely Mm. hispanic second And I guess Caucasians third, but I didn't see that. Um, Obviously, kids with educated parents are less likely to have sex before they're 13. Like, all of this just comes down to sex ed. That's fucking it. I
0: have one more. Um, It's just, it's kind of like a low-key one, just like a quickie. I just wanted to throw it in there. But they're talking about drugs before sex. So a lot of people do drugs before having sex.
1: Is this a British study?
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the most common of which is alcohol, Yay. followed by weed, molly, cocaine, ketamine, huh. poppers, and finally, Viagra. Wow,
1: well, poppers are lower?
0: I'm surprised that Viagra's last. Isn't that low?
1: Well, do you I mean, have the percent there?
0: No, I didn't write it down. Uh, and all sexual orientations do it. Hetero, homo, huh. bi. We're all doing drugs before well not everyone everyone but like it's pretty common
1: yeah makes it better yeah
0: a little glass of wine little joint
1: five glasses of wine yeah uh okay i feel like i feel like we're both experiencing a dry spell right now kind of yeah yeah definitely what would you consider a dry spell like how many months of not having sex
0: i think a dry spell isn't really about the amount of time but you're wanting to have sex and you're not you know, mm-hmm. because if I don't want to have sex, and I'm not having it. Then it's not a dry spell.
1: Totally. And if you feel it like like for us, like two months is kind of a dry spell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So this there's a study on uh, Americans experiencing dry spells, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, is conducted it. by one poll with Lilo the sex toy company in the article they described it as like a lifestyle health company (laughs) that's not
0: what it is (laughs) it is a vibrator company or sex toy
1: so they surveyed 2000 adults which is a good sample um and they say that the like an average dry spell is five months plus not an average dry spell i mean that's when dry spell starts five months with no Uh, sex
0: okay bitch yeah fuck you Fuck you. Because <laughs> I think I'm in a dry spell. Oh. And I'm, at too much. <laughs> Bitch, I'm at like six funny. weeks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, The men on average deal with a 10 month gap and women usually deal with a year gap. I'm just wow. so confused about these averages. Like, shouldn't they be the same? Oh, I'm wow. That was so heteronormative of me. Yeah, that was. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry. <laughs> I caught,
0: caught it yourself. though. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah no, you're good. I was just,
0: just fucking with you.
1: Um so Americans usually have four dry spells in their lifetime. Oh. I suppose that starts with when childhood. <laughs> <laughs> it was the the 18 year ch- dry spell. <laughs> <laughs> um Americans would like to have sex a few times a week. Like yeah, I stand by that. Yeah. Um so 11 months an 11th month's dry spell would equal 132 missed opportunities. Wow. I love that they did them
0: for Yeah, I'm for so happy they did that for us.
1: Um, so the top reasons for why they're in a dry spell, relationship troubles, uh, not being focused on sex. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> Long distance relationships makes sense. And having oh, yeah. a busy work schedule. So like finance bros and, <laughs> yeah. and badass Ditches
0: like you and me
1: yeah we don't have t-
0: don't have time for sex and too busy you guys
1: <laughs> too busy talking about it yeah to have it. <laughs> um so then how do americans make it through dry spells i complain about it a lot yeah,
0: I'm yeah. It. um 46 percent masturbate like yeah i've definitely been masturbating more now that i have been ha- not having sex how often do you masturbate um, every few days.
1: And how, bef- well, how much time before that? How many
0: times before that? <laughs> I like. I'm always like touching, but m- masturbating, like like orgasming. Yeah, probably like if I'm having regular sex, I don't really masturbate that much. Like maybe once or twice a week, or mm. even less, like maybe once every two weeks. Right,
1: because you're getting your fix. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hmm. Um, I know you're a frequent masturbator.
1: I am, but that's because I'm the only one who can make me come. So. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I I thought you would be masturbating way more, but that makes sense when you're having sex because you orgasm so frequently. Yeah. Like
0: I'm having a crazy orgasm. Then I'm like, good. Yeah. I've been way hornier. 38%
1: say they exercise.
0: 25% of people say they
1: spend more time at work. Ew. <laughs> 68% say they use sex toys, which I would put in the category of masturbating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one in three Americans slide into someone's DMs.
0: That's what I did.
1: Forty-six percent of millennials do this. Yeah. That's is what I was but talking yeah.
0: about. Slid um, into them DMs. And
1: then one in five reach out to an ex, which I'm guilty of
0: for sure. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. That's what they're there for. <laughs> for dry smells. Yeah, like oh, I haven't had sex in a while. Make me come real quick and then I'll remember why I stopped talking to you. <laughs> like that sex was really good, but you're really fucking fucked in the head <laughs> just kidding oh, it sounds so personal i'm, I'm kidding uh, kind of
1: um. <laughs> she's not kidding <laughs> okay the side effects of dry spells 42% report feeling more lonely 34% oh. fe- report feeling more frustrated 27 27- whoa 29% report feeling more bored yeah, I feel that. <laughs> um, the benefits, though, actually, forty nine percent of Americans believe that dry spells
0: can be beneficial. Well, I always hear guys specifically talking about this—men or mm-hmm. penis, male, penis havers. yeah. No, actually, just men, like people who identify as men, um, telling me that like they don't want to orgasm if they have like a thing that they need a lot of energy and drive for because it gets rid of their drive oh so like even if it's not sex related like some athletes won't have sex before a game because they want to use that energy in the game that's so interesting diminishes kind of that competitive testosterone and i would expect
1: having orgasm the day before you have something big to do would get you more energized and focused yeah and
0: maybe i don't know like i don't know if there's science to back it up or,
1: but apparently it's a trend. Yeah.
0: I've more than one man has told me that we're, like, oh, I shouldn't be coming because I have, <laughs> you have to like focus on other things.
1: <laughs> um, so 27% of people said they come out of a dry spell with a better understanding of their sense of self. 26% say they spend more time with friends and 25% say they save money. Makes sense. Interesting. Um, The director of Lilo said that dry spells can entice you to explore your body and all the benefits of self-pleasure because of, you know, the sex toys and whatnot. True. Um, So that was that. And then I just wanted to quickly talk about When Harry Met Sally, um, just because this is so topical for our study. But this... um, there was a movie screening at the Tumor Classic Movie Festival of When Harry Met Sally for its 30th anniversary. You know, earlier I said it was 20, but it's 30. Um, did you know that the orgasm scene was filmed in Katz's Deli? Oh! So I love so it. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so Meg Ryan, who plays Sally, has this fake orgasm in Katz's Deli, and the directors were talking about the genesis of... The idea and the director said that they wanted to talk about something that men don't know about men didn't know at the time in the 90s that women fake orgasms oh, so
0: that's wild Meg
1: Grine was like I don't want to talk about it let's just do it let's just show them So she's like, I'm going to fake an orgasm in this restaurant. Oh, my God. But then when it came time to do it and there were all of these extras there, she got a little nervous, but she did it. And then right after she fakes this orgasm, she, like, eats her coleslaw, like, very casually. Um, And then that older woman says, I'll have what she's having. Yeah. (laughs) So that was Billy Crystal's mom, and it was his idea. I had originally heard that she came up with it, but... Apparently at the screening, it was Billy's idea or he's taking credit. Sounds like he's
0: taking credit. Poor old mom. Um, yeah. I'll have yeah. what she's having. That's a good one. That's crazy. And that segues into the fact that we're talking about fake Faking orgasms. Or- Wait, I see that again. <laughs> Faking... Faking. Which one? Faking. In- okay. Faking,
1: Faking orgasms. Zuh. Z- Z- Let's get into it.
0: Yeah, uh, have you ever faked an orgasm? Yeah, why'd you do it?
1: Because I wanted I wanted it to stop because I didn't think it was ever gonna happen. Yeah, and I wanted to just get to the sex, uh, the penetrative sex.
0: So he was going down on you,
1: or fingering me, or fingering you, or like rubbing my clit. Yeah. And at a certain point, I'll just be like, "Let's just have sex." I think I've unintentionally fake orgasm. Like guys think that I have Mm. because I'm very vocal during sex. Yeah. Um, very few men have asked me if I orgasmed. Mm. Um, and then sometimes they'll be like, "Did you come?" And I'll say, "Yes." Not that I faked it, but I'm telling them. Sure, that's what I'm like. I'm like, I, I, whatever.
0: (laughs) So. You do it because you don't think they're going to be able to make you come, and you're just kind of over it and want to get to the next yeah, stage. Why don't you just tell them, like, you know, if someone's going down on you, you could just grab their face and bring them up.
1: Uh, No, that's what I do. What do you mean? Like, I don't tell them, let's just get to this sex. I, I pull them off me.
0: But you pretended that, like, you made sounds.
1: But that's, I'm not intentionally faking it, I just always sound like I'm coming, I guess. <laughs> okay. But
0: you were talking about kind of like a specific experience of faking an orgasm. No? Oh, that was like all general. Okay. Was I
1: talking about something specific?
0: Maybe. Yeah. Be more
1: direct with your questions. What are you getting at? <laughs> no, I'm bad. Are you getting I at, just want to know like
0: why I guess but it sounds like you're not faking orgasms. Like you're just lying about coming which is a fake orgasm yeah yeah but you're not doing like the meg ryan thing where you're yeah no. really vocal and making it seem like you're coming no yeah
1: i'm i'm not i'm not pretending like i'm orgasming but i will lie to them and t- yeah to me that's like i'm faking it
0: yeah and yeah it is okay interesting but i don't do that anymore
1: i'm just like yeah, yeah i didn't
0: come like fuck off yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we all know why that's important because it's not just for you it's for all of humanity yeah um, Stop it. Stop faking <laughs> orgasms. But I, I was asking because you wouldn't think I'm the type to fake an orgasm. <gasps> but, and I don't. I don't. Okay. But <laughs> sometimes it helps me to get more into it if I act like I'm orgasming. And that really, like you were talking about earlier when you came at the gym, how you were in that mindset. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm not feeling it or someone's not doing a good job, I mean, I'll tell them what to do. Uh, but sometimes it just helps me to just be vocal and pretend that I'm like getting close and then it actually brings me closer oh, like yeah. it puts me into that mindset and then I do Hot. orgasm like sometimes especially as you know I come really easily and sometimes I'll come and I'll be like "Oh, I don't want to have sex anymore I'm like ready for a break but he's so close so then I'll just start being like ah, and I know that's turning him on and then it starts turning me on and then <laughs> <laughs> it's a cycle yeah it's good <laughs> But yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Fake orgasming, like, it, I don't think that's a bad thing to do on my end. No,
1: that was, you're, like, tricking yourself into
0: actually orgasming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it doesn't sound like you're actually faking it. You're just, you're you're making more noises.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, body.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like when you, when you smile, even when you're in a bad mood, and then you become happier.
0: Yeah. What's that? Embodied cognition. Sure. Yeah. So... All that brings us to this study that I read that was super amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So before I get into it, I'll make sure to point out that the study focused on hetero women who identified as such. Mm -hmm. Um, And the study was called the relationship between dimensions of adult attachment and motivation for faking orgasm in women. So there's four types of styles of attachment um, and your attachment styles come about when you're, child Mm -hmm. when you're a baby it's the way that you learn to make relationships with other people and you really learn it from your parents and Mm -hmm. other figures in your life um and then whatever you learn as a child carries you into adulthood and influences how you're able to form relationships as an adult you have an amazing attachment i know i have great parents thanks guys (laughs) i'm very securely attached so (laughs) there's four 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 styles um The first is secure attachment. So that's someone who has a positive view of themselves and a positive view of others. So they are easily able to make emotional connections, but also understand their value. Mm -hmm. Uh, That said, I've been in an abusive relationship. So just because you're securely attached doesn't mean that you're not going to end up in a shitty situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Then there's three types of insecure attachment. So there is anxiously attached. So that's someone who has a negative view of themselves and a positive view of others, meaning that. They want to be emotionally intimate with someone. They really want a relationship, but they really doubt their self-worth. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there's avoidant attachment styles. Those people have a positive view of themselves. They think they're the shit, but they have a negative view of others. They're really independent and tend to avoid attachment altogether. Hmm. So they're not able to make those emotional connections. Is that like a narcissist? yeah or maybe someone who's like i don't need anybody like doesn't trust people but then is still okay with their sense of self they're like yeah i'm chill
1: all right yeah people who had like like kids who were in the system maybe
0: yeah yeah Who was like figured their shit out i guess Mm -hmm. and then finally there is uh anxious avoidant which is kind of a combination of those two someone who has a unstable fluctuating view of themselves and others and that's pretty much related to like serious childhood trauma like sexual abuse and stuff
1: oh i was about to say that actually sounds more like me but i have not (laughs) experienced that and i also
0: i mean not that i know for sure but i think it's kind of like a spectrum you know Mm -hmm. i don't think anyone's like completely one thing or the other Mm -hmm. um they just like want emotionally close relationships but find it really difficult to trust other people oh so sad i know so, the hypothesis was basically that avoid, avoidant attachment styles, those are the ones that um, are independent but don't need anybody, would be the most likely to fake an orgasm with anxious up there, too. Mm-hmm. And they expected avoidant um, attachment people to fake an orgasm in order to end sex. And they expected anxiously attached people to fake an orgasm in order to increase their partner's confidence. So... Basically, the study was that they just like surveyed a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. So as the hypothesis stated, um, avoidant people with avoidant attachment styles were the most likely to fake orgasms. And they looked into the reasons why. So they said avoidantly attached people were most likely to fake an orgasm to end sex. And they found that avoidantly attached people um, associate discomfort with closeness. So physical intimacy during sex could be like disturbing to them but they have sex because it's a social norm that mm-hmm. they think they have to do. So they end up, they fake orgasm because they're just like, I just want this to be over. I'm not having a good experience. Mm. I don't like to be this close to another person. God. Yeah. And then anxiously attached people. So that's the person who has like a negative view of, of themselves, but like wants to emotionally attach to others, fake an orgasm during oral and PIV to boost their partner's confidence. Um, and also for the reason that I do it, which is to increase your arousal, your own arousal. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're saying, saying this is kind of a strategy to maintain constant attention from their attachment figures, having mm-hmm. sex, um, like avoiding abandonment mm-hmm. because this person's like, oh, I'm making you come. I want to stay with you. Oh, no. Um, and they are pretending that they're aroused during sex, so that they appear more attractive because it's sexy to make someone else come. Yeah. Um, and. Again, this is hetero people, so they're saying if he's confident that he's doing a good job with me, maybe he'll stay around. Um, and it was also saying that anxiously attached people will fake an orgasm to avoid embarrassment, especially during oral sex, because oral sex is considered to be like less intimate than sex. It's, it's like third base, which I disagree with. But, yeah. Um, but at the same time, the attention is on them during oral sex. It's like, oh, it's all about me. So that you would think an anxiously attached person would really enjoy that, but they actually think they don't deserve it or they're embarrassed to be getting that attention. Yes. Um, so they'll fake an orgasm to kind of overcome their embarrassment.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That totally makes sense. I know. Well, I hope this um, clarifies some stuff for you. Yeah. There. <laughs> I hope it kind of opens up.
0: I think everyone should kind of try to figure out their attachment style and how it affects your relationships. Mm-hmm. And go to therapy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Therapy then- can help you overcome the issues that... Yeah, from,
1: from, from. <laughs> that are preventing you from coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so my study focused a little bit more on why men uh, fake orgasms, but it also includes women. Um, so it, the study is called Men's and Women's Reports of Pretending Orgasm, which I would prefer a more exciting title. So the purpose <laughs> was to investigate whether, how, and why men pretend to orgasm and what men and women's reports of faking orgasm reveal about their sexual scripts and the functions of orgasms within the scripts. So there are 180 men and 101 women. They're all college students. And they took this qualitative questionnaire anonymously. I don't know why that's important. Like, of course, it's all anonymous. (laughs) Um. So the results show that 25% of men and 50% of women fake orgasm. 25% is like substantial. A, yeah, it's yeah. like a big chunk. Um. And most people pretend during penile-vaginal intercourse. So most of these people were heterosexual. Mm. 86% of men did it during a uh, penile-vaginal, and 82% of women. So
0: weird. Interesting. Mm-hmm. How do? How does a man fake an, an orgasm? orgasm?
1: um they didn't talk about here how they do it I would love to know how there but I've heard if they're wearing a condom they can just like they'll make the noises if they're inside that's why penal vaginal I think because it's much easier to fake Mm, it when you're doing it that way um if you're not wearing a condom like that's kind of hard uh or you're like oh I just came and then like run to the bathroom yeah, And then the girl's like, no, you did it." <laughs> <laughs> so much easier for us to get away with yeah. it. <laughs> um, so some people pretended during oral, manual simulation, and phone sex.
0: I actually kind of get that. Yeah. Because I was kind of in a long distance thing with my ex for a while. And I think he told me once that he had faked because he really, like, we used to always make a thing about coming at the same time. Not always, but. It was kind of a thing. So we'd be like, oh, my God, even if we're not together, we're still coming at the same time. Oh, no, he- <laughs> so sometimes yeah. I think he would fake or like if I wasn't there yet, he would pretend he hadn't gotten there yet and stuff wow. just to I match us up. I think
1: mutual orgasming or at the same time is so crazy. How can you time yeah. it?
0: Well. I think it's just, like, your contractions get so crazy in a hetero situation. Like, when uh, I'm orgasming, my contractions get so crazy, so his dick is, like, getting those contractions. Ah, uh, yeah. Um,
1: You're, like, starting it. You're, like, get ready. Yeah. One, <laughs> two, God, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it helps when you come easily.
1: <laughs> um, so why? Why do they fake orgasm? Most said that the orgasm was unlikely, a.k.a. me. They wanted the sex to be over. They wanted to avoid negative consequences, like hurt, hurting their partner's feelings, and they also want to please their partner. So this is like a lot of overlap between your study and yeah. mine. Men said that they had no other way to end the sex without it being awkward mm. than to fake it. That's
0: so true because I feel like a lot of times people think sex is over when the man comes in a hetero situation. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, this isn't going to happen, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah. Openly like a
1: I wonder if anyone has, <laughs> if anyone's faked it with me, because I, I think most guys are like, it's just not gonna happen, and I'm like,
0: uh, <laughs> I don't care. I'm like I don't care if you come. <laughs> I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. So the results showed that the sexual scripts here suggest that women should orgasm first. Um, and that men are responsible for women's orgasm.
0: Yeah. No shit. So hetero.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is, we should be doing more like LGBTQ plus friendly, but it's hard. It's
0: so hard. There's so few studies. If they're, they are, they're usually on gay men, much less often lesbian women, Mm -hmm. way less often trans people. Yeah. Especially in relation to sex. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not much research on sex in general. Exactly. So this woman who wrote a book, Carol Ellison, author of Women's Sexualities, Generations of Women Share Intimate Secrets of Sexual Self-Acceptance. I totally want to read that book. She says that if you change the goal of sex to creating mutual pleasure and finding all the different ways to create pleasure, you'll you'll learn a lot more about sexual responsiveness and sex will be a whole different experience. True. Yeah. We're so focused on the orgasm, yeah. especially when you can't have it. You're mm-hmm. like, please, please, please just let it happen. And then you're thinking too much about it and it won't. And yeah.
0: Yeah. I always try to say that to my friends who have issues with orgasming. I'm like, just, it's not about that. If it happens, it's great. But that's easy for me to say. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> well, you asked me one time, why do I like having sex if I never orgasm? Yeah. It's just like, it still feels dope. good. Yeah. Like, when we touch ourselves, when we're, like, masturbating and we don't orgasm just because it, like...
0: Just want to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool.
1: Thank you for listening. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> your questions about something unrelated like types of snakes but if your questions about sex not snakes then ask
0: it here on sex questions don't ask us about snakes is <laughs> it know okay so i got this question um we'll call our linda linda that's so good um she said I read the Vice article that we talked about in our squirting episode. The she's Vice an guy OG fan. Pussy. Yeah. And she said she wants to share it with her boyfriend, but she's slightly worried that he'll get offended. He's open to things that she wants to try in bed, but is also pretty sensitive, like most guys, she thinks. Mm. Any advice? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um,
1: talk to him about it. He's going to be uncomfortable at first hearing that he's not doing a good
0: job. I don't think you have to frame it like he's not doing a good job. You could be like, you're amazing or you're good. I mean, if he's not, you shouldn't lie. But everyone can improve. Yeah. And if my, I mean, we talked about like watching porn with our ex and learning how that was like, oh, that's something he's into. It's Mm -hmm. the same sort of thing. Like, wow, I read this article and it really turned me on. You should read it.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's a really great way of framing it. Yeah. But I mean, if someone showed me like an article on how to suck dick, I immediately would be like, okay, they don't think that I'm a thousand percent amazing at it (laughs) and that can be a little hurtful initially yeah but then you get over and then you get better
0: yeah and it's all about the framing you know
1: yeah so like pretend i'm him yeah you're linda
0: okay i'd be like hey babe hi i love you so much oh my god i love love having sex with you same um i was reading this article the vice guide to eating pussy hot it turned me on so much you should read it
1: okay okay i'll check it out yeah And then maybe we can see if you can try out some tips. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That went great. Thanks. Yeah, There you go, Linda. (laughs) Linda, you're all... That was a fucking easy one. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The Palma. What is it? It's a fucking, like, beautiful ring. You can get it in silver and gold. It's... Oh. It's a new product from Unbound Babes that came out on April 9th. And it's a ring and it's fashionable, but it's also a fucking vibrator. (gasps) yeah and you can okay the thing that i think is really crazy about it that unbound doesn't really market about this ring Mm -hmm. is that it makes your whole fucking finger vibrate as i've mentioned on the show before i don't like direct vibration on my clip so i would never put this ring onto my clip because that would like drive me crazy i wouldn't be able to handle it it would hurt um or just not feel good but this ring vibrates and it makes your whole fucking finger vibrate and so it's a much more controlled vibration so it's just like so insane and it feels so fucking good there's five settings there's low medium high then there's a setting that like gets higher and lower based on how you're moving your finger and then there's a fifth setting which you can program your own vibration pattern that's so cool cool.
1: wait does that connect to an app how do you
0: no you just tap tap the ring um, it charges on like a little dock, which is super cool. Ooh. So you don't have to plug it in. But such high tech jewelry. Yeah. And it's such a good conversation starter. I always tell people like, guys, I'm wearing this ring and it's a fucking vibrator and it feels so cool to just be out on the town with a vibrator on my finger. It's really empowering and it makes me feel like a sexy bitch. <laughs> and, <laughs> As since you I, should. Yeah, and since I've been having a dry spell, I haven't used it with a partner yet, but I think it's going to be really crazy when I do. So. Yeah.
1: Would, would you have them wear it or you wear it and then like, they would guide your
0: hand. Or. I was thinking that I would, like, if I'm sucking dick, which, you know, how likely is that to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I would wear it while sucking their dick and, like, using my hand and yeah. seeing how that feels or S- ball fondling or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I oh want to experiment. It's waterproof, it so you can easily just wash it off with soap and water. Um, it's and great. It I love it. Yeah. And if you want to get one, you can use our code, SMHPOD. For 10% off. Wow.
1: Rate, review, subscribe, uh, and email us at the smhpod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram <laughs>
0: at smhpod. And tell your friends about this podcast. Send them an episode you think they'll like.
1: Yeah.